Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very low-stakes episode of Crits and Grits. It's our first-ever filler episode. Uh, I, I've created a handful of filler episodes, except for this one was created within the last 24 hours uh, for occasions where we can't have a party member join us. So, you know, think anime filler. It doesn't advance the plot at all, but you, you learn a little bit more about the world, and there's uh, goofy adventures. But at the end of the day, do, does the episode really matter? Well, if you enjoyed it, it does matter. So uh, with us tonight, uh, starting first, uh, sadly, Andrew is not with us, so no Jenkins this episode. Could He's be the not productive. dead. He's not no. dead. The way you Yet. said that. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Uh, wait until you find out what happens if you die and get revived in this world. Oh. You think I haven't been redlining this whole time? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> uh, so starting tonight uh, with us is uh, Ganja, the uh, Warforged uh, weed-loving businessman. How you doing there, Ganja? You're doing pretty great today. I had a pretty successful bowl that I got to smoke before coming into the session here. Uh, and it was nice and it was smooth. And I'm definitely feeling, I'm feeling the, uh, the vibes of the oith and everything. Also of capital and that other kind of green that makes the world go round, if you know what I'm saying. Man, the way that you said that just made me think of this as, like, a TV show being recorded. <laughs> and I'm just asking the actors playing the characters while they're just sitting in those, you know, fancy chairs with their names across the back. Listen, when we get into rules, there is no... Alex, the player of whoever he is. There is no caricature of Ganja. It's Ganja 24-7, baby. 24-7. Also with us tonight is Byron Bickler. How you doing, Byron? The uh, uh, disgraced uh, trading card game player. Were you disgraced, been, or did you just... I was not a disgraced trading card game player. I am still a trading card game player. Uh, I have been disgraced. The those are not uh, the instant. Those are not the same instance. Mm -hmm. He's a he's a trading card game player, which is a disgrace. That's that's what <laughs> it is. Now I'm a streamer for unrelated reasons. <laughs> oh my god! Also with us tonight is Nana, uh, the former lawyer. Uh, climbed her way up the corporate ladder. Uh, eats beta boys and wannabe alphas for breakfast and those that just call themselves alphas even sigma males too she will eat anyone for breakfast <laughs> don't cross nana how you doing nana pretty good you know what they say about alpha that's the first buggy version you gotta get rid of it move on don't worry about what happened to the alpha version um you know quit a law innocent until proven guilty moving on and also with us tonight is Bennett, local handyman. Hey, how you doing? Uh, happy to help in whatever way I can for the community. Here for them. And my family. Well, primarily my family. But, you know, also here for the community. Okay, so this filler episode starts with all of you in Dorian's house. Uh, Dorian's house, it, it's a nice house. A little messy. You see... A bunch of hobbies that were started but never finished just laying about the house. You see some plants that aren't too healthy because maybe he forgot to water them a few times over the course of a week. 
and by a few times, I mean seven over the course of that week. Uh, yo, yo, okay, so I really relate to Dorian in this because I managed to dehydrate a succulent to death, so, like, <sighs> I have a black thumb when it comes to raising plants. <laughs> That's rough. I have found I that if you try to water succulents, it makes them unhappy. Like, any amount of water makes them, like, curl up and die. I found that if you don't water succulents at all, that'll that'll do it, too. <laughs> so needy. You also see a few cookbooks laying around that have never been opened. Like, there's no wear and tear on these books at all. Uh, you know, there's a few ingredients sitting out on his counter that haven't been used and are just slowly going bad. Oh. And you're there with the twins and Dorian. Dorian has Gar on his back and Gar is wearing a nice new school uniform and in each of Dorian's hands he has a lunchbox. One is like a cutesy cat themed lunchbox and the other is a cutesy bear themed lunchbox. And Dorian says, I would like to thank you all for giving me this opportunity to go through with my promise of chaperoning Gar's first field. It, it's been a delight having Gar around. Uh, I I didn't really have siblings, siblings growing up, so it's nice to have a little brother. And he tears up a little bit, and the twins are just standing there staring <laughs> into the middle distance. <laughs> is Gar, so Gar is, like, piggybacking? Yeah, no, Gar is asleep, and Dorian says... Uh, Gar was so excited about this field trip that he did not sleep it last night, and uh, poor little fella's tuckered out. But I'm gonna make sure he gets there and has a great time. Again, thank you all for uh, taking over some of my duties. <laughs> and uh, Gar, uh, Dorian leaves with Gar on his back and the two lunch boxes in hand. Uh, Dorian is also dressed very casually; has another one of those uh, cat print cardigans on. Oh, is it like tied around his shoulders? Or is he wearing it? <laughs> He's wearing it. If it gets warm though. But but right around the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a pair of glasses on too. Like you've never seen him in glasses, but this is the first time you've seen him in him. <laughs> and he leaves and the twins look at you and uh Colson pulls out five scrolls and lays them on the table. And he's just like, all right, uh, so this is probably your first rodeo of uh, filling in for Gar. Uh, so, I'm not Gar. Uh, I was about to say, I never filled in for Gar. I'd be very yeah. interested to see what that kid gets up to. That should be yeah. our next adventure. We go to school with him. We get like, shrunk down to children's size, and we go to school with him. I think that's a great idea. Uh, Ganja, I have to say that, that that sounds rad as hell. It does. We we should all just do that instead of what we're supposed to do today. Like we, we should just shrink ourselves down and go on the and uh, Summer just slaps him in the back of the head. Like <laughs> there's a lot of things that Dorian has to do today. Uh, he tends to overbook because he forgets a lot of things. So sometimes he's got to be in a lot of places at once. So we we've started pumping out these scrolls, and she points to them and says. So these roles are going to turn us into Dorian for a day. Our appearance will be the same. Uh, voice, not so much. 
uh, Nana, I'm sorry, the scroll won't work on you. You're a little too tall for that, so they'll see right through it with your head peeking out above Dorian's head. But, uh, Bennett, since you're so tiny, uh, it'll work for you. Just, you know, don't let anyone touch above your head. They're, they're going to go right through. They're going to go right through, and it's not going to be great. But again, not our first rodeo, your first rodeo. So uh, can I get a Dorian impression from each of you, just just so I know what I'm working with here? Um, hi, it's me, Dorian. Uh, I uh, I think people who take the standard deductible on their taxes are uh, leaving just a obscene amount of money on the table. It's quite wasteful, really. Wow, it's like I'm in the room with Dorian himself. Okay, great, great job, Byron. Great job. Okay, what what about you, uh, Bennett? Hi, I'm an idiot, and I don't know what I'm talking about ever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. This is. I, I mean, it, it could use a little work, but you, you know what? It, it'll be it's, fine. It's more it'll of be a, fine. It, it's more of like a vocal mood board that I'm going for. Yeah, no, no, you're striking the vocal mood board. I think. Uh, try to sound a little more aloof, and you know, kind of, kind of like you came from money, but you don't want to acknowledge you came from money. Like you, you're. You're a hard worker, I guess. I, I, I don't okay, know what okay. the motivation is here. Okay, how about, uh, huh, bruh? Does that, <laughs> is that along the right lines? I'll workshop it. We'll, we'll yeah, see yeah, it yeah just workshop it on the road. How, how about you, Ganja? Let's hear you. <clears throat> of course, just slip into something a little more comfortable here. Yeah, um, so I'm a Dorian, and, uh, you know, I'm here to tell you all about taxes and such like that, uh, and about how you can be your best self. All you gotta do is just pay, you know, a, a total of nine ninety nine in gold every six months to this here investment. Uh, it, you know, a lot of people call it a scheme or a, um, a multi-level marketing thing. No, this is an investment. Okay, 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 you, okay. Cutting you off. The, the spirit is there, but you don't sound very noble. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let me try it again. Uh, I am... And then I am a noble. More, more noble. Yes, no, yes, I'm yes. So I'm feeling noble. it. Oh, so noble. You just there's this there's other guys and there's me and then there's also getting in on this. It's real, real good offer. You gotta get in right now, right when the get. You, you know what? You, you know what? Just, when you get there, just say you have a cold. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that works. <clears throat> okay, so so normally we have other people from the Royal Guard fill in, but Dorian insisted that we bring you all in. Uh, it it's not because he thinks you owe him anything. He he just thought it would be a great day for you to just enjoy the city of Ferris. So let's get to it. And she pulls out a list of uh, duties that Dorian is supposed to perform that day, and a comically large scroll just rolls out. And uh, it's the ground and keeps rolling. Yeah, it just rolls through the house, uh, rolls over a pile of laundry, and keeps rolling like that can from the uh, Chef Boy RD commercial. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. And some of the uh, duties that stand out to you are uh, going to the Arcane University for. Just an audit of their education system, not audit of money, just making sure education's going great there. And, you know, sitting in on a class. Another one is uh, going to a local school and preparing students from the future or for the future. 
by teaching them how to do their taxes. Another one is a guest appearance on a children's show. Uh, there's also an orientation for the new recruits to the Royal Guard, a ribbon cutting ceremony for a cat cafe and bakery, a patrol with one of the new members of the Royal Guard, and just a laundry list of other things like doing laundry, uh, watering his plants, uh, returning books that he hasn't really used, learning how to knit. If we learn how to knit, how will it help him knit? <laughs> it won't help him knit. You also see like two things that are marked as urgent on there. One is take Gar to school. The other is pick Gar up from soccer practice. Aww. And then they're crossed out because, you know, he's not doing those things today. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you all picked your duties ahead of time, so who wants to go first? And Nana will be accompanying Bennett to his duty. I want I want to hear Ganja. I'm really excited about that part. I mean, I do. I would, would like to go first. That'd be great. I would. Okay. I would also like to hear what Ganja's gonna do. Uh, okay. Before they leave the apartment, uh, Ganja looks at the list and says, "Oh, the plants need to be taken care of. No problem. No problem." Uh, and he rubs his hands together. Uh, real fast, slaps him onto the ground and casts plant growth, um, which causes all normal plants in a 100-foot radius centered on a point to become thick and overgrown. Thick. All right, plants are taken care of. We got this one done, kids. We did a great job. And Coulson, like, uses the scrolls, and you are all now transformed into Dorian, with the exception of Nana. And we start with Ganja. Uh, Ganja, you arrive at a local school where everyone has the same uniforms as Gar. You're led through the halls, and it becomes apparent that this country places a high emphasis on education. Uh, the, uh, one of the teachers leads you to the auditorium where you see a bunch of high school students looking out at you. Well, it's a mixture of high school, middle school, and elementary school. It's like an all-around, like, private academy. Well, it has private academy vibes, but... This is what every school is like here. Sounds it sounds cool. High education, and definitely not something that Ganja, the um, the pothead robot um, who's got the soul of a misogynist in him, is going to abuse. Definitely doesn't sound like him. Um, and the uh, teacher walks up to the podium, taps the mic a few times, and the students quiet down a bit. And the teacher says. Uh, yes, today we have Dorian with us. Dorian, the great captain of the Royal Guard. You may know him from, you know, calendars and posters and all that and his exploits in the field. Uh, today, Dorian is here to talk with you about the dangers of drug use. <laughs> oh... Fully wonderful. Oh, so good. Uh, thank you uh, very much. So, um, yes. What's wrong with your voice? I have a cold. Is uh, what am I supposed to say? Anyway, um, yes, I am Dory. I'm the captain of both. I mean, the god and everything. Uh, you know, I'm important in, in such things like that. And I'm here uh, to set you kids straight. Uh, can I fall into that chair? Yeah. 
thank you, thank you. And he spins uh, this chair around in front of him and puts his uh, his knee or his foot up on it uh, and like bends over at the knee with his uh, his fist under his chin. So I'm here to tell you about why drugs isn't good. Now I know what a lot of you are saying. Oh, drugs is okay. My brother did drugs. My my dad did drugs. You know the guy that I gave your highball to, and uh, we made a whole lot of money last year and everything. You know he does and drugs. You know there. What's a highball? Don't worry about that just yet. We'll get to that in lesson number two. Anyway, so the thing is, you don't want to do too much of the drugs, but sometimes you think, oh, maybe I should do just a little bit of the drugs and everything like that. And sometimes you get, like, these these plants and everything and fungus, and, you know, that's natural. You don't got to worry about the natural (laughs) stuff and everything. But Mr. Radcliffe says all drugs are bad. Oh, that's that's true. All drugs are bad unless they are natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what? Dorian, you know, are I, you I, taking performance enhancers? I would never do something like that. Steroids, you can't. It's okay. You can tell us. It's a safe I place. Do I wouldn't do uh, steroids of performance enhancers. I had them all. Well, I might do that anyway. Mr. Dorian, my older right brother here. got arrested in the yeah. guard. Be, they they hurt him really bad, and then one of them one of them threw um a little plant on him, and then they started beating him some more. What what, what was that? What was that about? Was that one of the bad plants? Well, well, first things first things first. Uh, uh, thirteen twelve. I just want to say that anyway. Um, uh, one of the teachers leans into you and says, "Oh, oh, uh, that student actually comes from a uh, New Horizon." They, oh, they have, horizon. yeah, they they got a whole different policy there. Honestly, that place is real fucked up. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, uh, so that's not that's not that's that's. <clears throat> so apparently, there's like a zero tolerance there. There's like a I don't know, like a fifty fifty tolerance here. Uh, you got to work <laughs> on your tolerance. Is all I'm saying. Um, yeah, yeah, I I think. Uh, that was an elf that was beaten. Oh, Jesus, that's the racism and everything. That's yeah. bad. Racism's extra bad. See, there's this there's this very important four-letter phrase that you all need to know. Can I borrow that chalk? Thank you so much. Uh, so it's just four simple letters. Uh, we're going to draw them out here, and we're going to say them together. So first one is going to be an A. And the second one, I know what you're thinking. It's probably going to be a B. No, no, no. It's a C. Then the third one. It's also another A. You thought it was going to be a C. Because we're doing ABCs. No, we're, we're, we're mixing up here. And this last one, it's going to be, just wait for it. It's a B. Now, everyone, say this word together. You say this one word here. Just, it's, like two, it's like two syllables together. Everybody say it together. A, cab. Now, you guys say it. A, cab. A, cab. What does that mean? All right, we'll work on it. We'll work on it anyway. Uh, so. Okay, so Byron disguises Dorian. You are taken to the local arcane university. The university is elegant and filled with anything a studying wizard could need. The dorms are lavish. The dining hall has wizards skilled in food-based magic. And, you know, there's a few wizards that are just there to conjure fire to cook. Some are just pulling food out of thin air. Um. I cast Ultra Self on Neko and turn him into a small Dorian. 
that sits on my shoulder. <laughs> so, uh, these cooks can conjure any meal that anyone asks for. And as you're walking through the halls, you look into the remedial magic classroom, and you see Anne there. And, Aww. like, every student in there is trying to focus on conjuring a basic flame. And most of them are getting it, but Anne is conjuring nothing. Uh, you go one door past that to an intro class on magic. And the teacher says, yes, Dorian is here today to give a lecture on the fundamentals of magic. And it's a mix of, like, young prodigies, uh, teenagers that just got into magic school, and older people that have been trying to learn magic, and they finally learned how to do a little bit of basic magic. Fucking love Dorian, he's so great! He was gonna teach me so many things this summer, I can't wait! Uh, oh boy, alright. Well, um... Byron, if there's if there's one thing Byron can do, it's talk about magic. So he uh, he walks up to the front of the class and starts. And to as draw you walk up the to board. the front of the class, as you're drawing, one of the students shouts out, "Hey, aren't you supposed to be at like the the high school right now?" You shut the hell up, you little whippersnapper! Wait all summer for this. No, 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 my my brother goes to that school because he doesn't know dick about magic, and Dorian's supposed to be giving a speech there, too. You wanna um, go, little man? You wanna go? I will fucking drop your ass. Do you know Fireball, old man? Do you know Fireball? You know Knife to the Gut? Fireball is a little bit, okay. <laughs> uh, a little bit, like, dad magic. Um, I, I... I more I like more conjuration. Uh, oh, stuff. I wasn't talking to you, Dorian. Dorian, you're cool, but fuck this old man. But oh, okay. but he thread me with a knife to the gut, so I'm gonna sit down and shut up because magic users aren't great with the hand to hand. It was a uh, butter knife anyway. You think they'd let me have a real razor? Come on now. Uh. So on the board, uh, Byron has drawn a, a drop of water and a little sun and a fire and a tree and a skull. And he says, all right, well, the first thing you have to understand about magic is there's several there's several types of cards. You got you got creature summoning spells. You got instants and you got sorceries, enchantments and artifacts. Those are the those are the types of magic spells. We also have land cards with which we power our spells. Any questions so far? And the students all look at each other confused and that one kid is like, "You don't know anything about magic, do you?" What? No, I I I won lots of magic tournaments. Wait, wait. You you competed in magic tournaments? Tell us more about yeah. that. Uh I mean, they're kind of standard magic tournaments. It's like a best of three. Um, yeah. Wait, just, wait, 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 wait. So you duke it out with spells. Mm -hmm. Best of three? Like, they yeah. just let you cast spells on each other? Well, I mean, as long as you have the mana to pay for it. Dude, that sounds fucking sick. As long as it's illegal in within the the tournament, um, like there's there's different tournaments. There's modern. There's historic magic tournaments. Um, limited. Okay, okay, okay. So tell us more about this modern. And as you go into modern, we transition over to <laughs> Bennett. 
Bennett and Nana. Uh, so, Bennett, you're disguised as Doria, Nana is your assistant, and you're taken to the training grounds for the new knights being inducted to the Royal Guard. Uh, you take your place at the podium, and in the crowd are hundreds of fresh faces. Uh, they're all new recruits from all walks of life. Some whisper about how they get to leave an e- or live an easy life now that they've made it to the Royal Guard, and others are just brimming with excitement because... Now they have the chance to help others under the command of Dory. Oh, no, I definitely misread these directions. Oh, Nana, I am so sorry. I thought we were going to the cat cafe. Uh, all right. Uh, so. <laughs> Nana kind of leans over to uh, uh, says real quiet. I mean, is it too late to just turn them into cats? Because I feel like we're in a lot of magic. Does that seem impossible? I mean, I, I can't do that. Can you do that? that I don't, I, I'm still struggling to understand the blink thing. Blinking a little bit. See? Ain't nothing <laughs> happening. <laughs> and uh, the instructor for these new recruits speaks up and says, Well, now that you've finished your final courses here, uh, we will be sending you out on your first mission, which is to check the ruins of the... Well, actually... Dorian, you have here someone who survived the attack on the Elliot Charles Wildlife Center. These new recruits are going in and checking out everything there. Uh, there's no Demon Lord presence there to worry about anymore. Give them a few words of encouragement. Uh, uh, me? Me or the uh, my guest? Uh, uh, either, both of you. I mean, you rescued her from the ruins of this place. And right, they're yes. going to be... Yeah, they're going to be scavenging the ruins for information and, you know, aiding anyone they can that may still be left there, although uh, that's a slim chance. Well, and um, he sighs. Nana well, comes over to Dorian and asks, or oh, not yes. Dorian, Bennett, like, is that the narrative we're going with? Dorian saved us? I thought it was... Yeah, I don't, I don't really... Uh, I'm... Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to get through this and hoping that I can get over to that cat cafe later. Uh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just make some stuff up. It, it, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Let's just rush through this whole thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just blast through. It's 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 cool. Fine. Well, I'll just say some bullshit and tie these guys yeah. over. It's it's cool. Got this. Right. Right. So, when exploring ruins, uh, especially if you're uh, looking for any uh, potentially anyone who may need some help, there are a few things that you need to remember. One, be vigilant. You never know when you may find someone who's in need of help or when maybe some bandits or vandals may attack, so you have to be on your guard for that. Always keep a lookout. Always have at least two people acting as your lookout with uh, crossed-over lines of sight where they can... Be sure to look out for each other so that you don't have any blind spots. Uh, when it comes to actually exploring the ruins, you need to have that vigilance again, not only looking up, but also looking down. The last thing you want... A new recruit is... raises their hand. What? Uh, uh, my, my question isn't for you. It's it's for the tall lady over there. Um, Nana doesn't realize she's being addressed because she is used to being 4 foot 11 in her life. <laughs> Yes, you the the survivor. Oh, uh, me. Yeah, yes, you. Yeah, you, you kind of interrupted Dorian over there, but what you want? 
no, I mean, Dorian's cool and all, and we we know he's encountered bandits before, but have you ever encountered bandits? Yeah, absolutely. We we encountered some uh, not too long ago, yeah. And uh, obviously, I'm still here. Was it scary? I mean, is it ever not scary? Someone coming at you, trying to take your life, take your money? Eh, uh, I mean... What kind of weapons do bandits use? Uh, big exploding ones. And then, like, you see three students in the back just straight up leave. <laughs> Cowards. Well, they're not students. They're new recruits. <laughs> they're, they're going back to town guard. Ah, former recruits. Uh, good to see that we have some of those. Anyways, those of you who have a backbone and decided to stay, uh, moving on. Any, are there any other questions that want to interrupt uh, the uh, tips and tips of the trade that I've got? No, give your speech, Dorian. We love you. Excellent. Excellent. Good. Good. Uh, so, right, like I was saying before, whichever one of you was interrupted me. Uh, right, you've got to keep your eyes up to look for threats, but also keep your eyes down. You might find some traps. That that would be, you know, you've got to be vigilant of traps. The last thing you want to do is lose a foot to some bear trap that some bandit put down. Or, there may be some old weaponry from times long past, and... The last thing you want is a rusty sword through the foot because now your jaw won't open and you've got to be on a liquid diet for months and uh, you end up losing you know, 40, 50 pounds and everyone asks if you had cancer. Does a liquid and diet it's, include it's not ale? not a fun conversation. Um, only if you're kind of brave and willing to put your health at risk even more. And you just hear this guy go, fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, uh, I you know I think I, I think that all of you are about ready to get out there and explore these ruins and you know po possibly search for somebody in need or or maybe uh, give what for to some bandits. Um, Mr. Dorian, so I'll I turn one, it back over to uh, and I just one one um one question. Uh, yes. Um. Um. If, yes. So if a bandit um accosts me uh when I'm when I'm exiting a doorway, um do you think it would be uh like a a, a better uh tactical decision to to high block and huh, punch him in the stomach like that, or um do you think like a uh like a kick would would be a better choice, sir? He mimes some, some karate moves. I mean, if if you're going to strike them, I recommend the hand that you strike them with is holding a blade. Oh, okay. All right. Um, what if I, I had been in the bathroom and I, I didn't have my sword drawn yet because I didn't want to, you know. Then I think that you should make pe peace. Ugh. I think that you should make peace with uh, the fine, the finite nature of your existence. Oh. Also, in my opinion, if you just kind of break his nose, then his eyes will water, and then he can't see, you and you can do whatever you want. That's true. That is also true. Some, some people don't have noses. <laughs> Who the fuck around here doesn't have a fucking nose? Did you know about this? She's like leaning over to Bennett. No noses. Oh god, zombies Zombies don't have noses. Well, That's zombies true, are don't. a whole well, other problem. Yeah. Oh god, what if there's zombies in the ruins? This just devolves into like probably like a back and forth between 
Nana and Bennett of just like going through like absurd scenarios instead of addressing with the group. With that, we're going to hop back up to uh, Ganja. And oh, Ganja, you, you finish your whole A cab rant. And oh, it's gotten rantier. I'm yeah, sorry. No, no, like you have lost some of the students. They are so confused. And <laughs> the uh, teacher that escorted you here uh, walks up to the microphone and says, or it says, All right, we have uh, one more guest speaker that's going to join Ganja here. And you see a gnome walk onto the sage. Ganja, roll me a history check. Oh, oh boy. Wait, wait a second before. You, just roll the history check, and I'll tell you when to give me the uh, number on that. You got it. Oh, fuck. I mean, it's it's a roll. All right. And the gnome walks onto the stage and says, You know, I used to be addicted to drugs, but Dorian found me. Uh, Help me out with some social work and all that. And, you, you know, I was taking people's shoes. I didn't know why. And, you know, drugs will ruin your life, kids. At some point, you might find yourself just on a highway somewhere holding up strangers so you can get their gold and their shoes so you can get your next fix. But look at me. I, I'm doing charity work now, and I, I'm doing great. And it, it's just been a great life. And he's escorted off the stage by the teacher uh what was your role uh, it was uh it was a six you know jack shit about this gnome <laughs> uh, thank you uh mr Nomanson. Uh, thank you so much for your brave words and the teacher opens up the floor for uh q a so uh for each of these i prepared a few questions that people are gonna ask in the crowd so uh, a student pipes up and says, Mr. Dorian, are are there, like, safe drugs? Oh, uh, yes, anything that is natural is safe. Uh, this would mean, uh, your, generally, your plants and your fungi, uh, your shrooms, if you will. Uh, you don't want to do too many things that are mixed in with too many excess chemicals and everything. Make sure your THC levels aren't too high, because if they are, then you're going to be in for a bad trip. And everything there. Just keep it safe. Keep it legal, okay? This isn't some free love hippie convention. This it's is the Dorian. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the Dor uh, rocks and natural are those drugs? Uh listen, some rocks you think they are natural and everything. But sometimes those rocks, especially the very white ones that get crushed into fine powder, they're made in a lab somewhere in East Jersey. Um, you guys have an East Jersey, right? What about, what about crystals? Are crystals are crystals are natural, right? Crystals are pretty. You want to be careful with the crystals and everything. Again, you don't want to crush them down. Uh, you don't want to inject them, or you don't want to heat them up and or anything like that, and then put them into your veins or uh, or snort them or anything like that. They're just for looking and hanging and everything. Again. Crystals are natural, but again, can also be lab-grown. You don't want that. You don't want to get none in there. A yuppie student in the back of the room pipes up and says, Yes, what, what areas should I avoid if I don't want to encounter drugs? 
wink, wink. Right, okay. Rule number one, if you say wink, wink like that, you sound like a fucking cop. Don't sound like a fucking cop when you're going... I'm not a cop. I'm just trying to party. I mean, trying to avoid drugs. I've never seen that kid in the school before. Who is he? (laughs) Right, and he he definitely doesn't look like a student. I mean... What's My the dad owns the school. Does your dad own the school? What's his yeah, name? Yes, yes. It is Douglas Benefactor who has paid for the library of the school. And if I want to party, I will. You tell me where to encounter drugs, sir. Oh, okay. I think this guy's one of the... Hey, hey, I think this guy's one of those narcoleptics that people talk about. He definitely the, the, sounds like one of those kind of... Narcoleptics just very Okay, you're not invited to the party on my yacht. What kind of yacht we're talking here though? Uh yes I do with your time and money. Because I don't know magic, so I have to go to this fucking stupid ass school because education's important in the city or something. I I just I just want to take my dad's money and party. What does that little blue line on your shirt mean? Uh what what was that question? What was that little? What is it? What does that little blue line on your shirt mean? What does that stand for? It means I will sue you into the fucking ground if you ask one more question. Oh, uh, kids, remember what the phrase that I wrote up on the board here? Everybody say it again and make sure you're pointing at this kid here, because clearly he's a fucking cop in disguise. If you know what I'm saying, a cab. Uh, I I want you to roll an inside check. <laughs> oh, that's that one. Yeah. Uh, that is a 21. This kid just fucking wants to party. Oh, okay. He just wants to party. Never mind, everybody. He just wants to party. He's cool. Uh, so anyway, back to your question. So a lot of people would think that you want to go to the seedier part of towns. No, no, no. The seedier part of town, that's where you don't want to go. Not because it's dangerous, not because there's low lives and everything, but people there just trying to live their lives with their families and everything. It's a socioeconomic problem. That most places just ignore because, well, it's convenient and it's easier to police these kinds of areas and do pretty illegal, illicit things to the people that live in these areas. So you don't want to go there. Instead, you want to make sure you go into a good kind of open-ish market and everything like that. Look to the places that say herbal and medicinal and uh, very, very important here or natural. That's the place you really want to go to. Okay, and so how do these people dress? You don't want to go to them. Now, generally speaking, you think that they would be in dark clothes and everything to blend into shadows, but that's not the case. You're looking at pop collars here. You're looking at some tight chinos and such like that. uh, Okay, so someone who dresses like my papa. Yeah, like your papa. Oh. 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 Terrible news. Uh, So terrible. It's the worst news, I'm assuming. It's just it's just horrible, horrible news. I definitely wouldn't check in his sock drawer. I uh, definitely wouldn't check in the left breast pocket of his nicest uh, and everything. Would not check there if it was you, uh, just so you're aware. And he pretends to pass out and says, Oh no, my papa. <laughs> And then it was full of balloons. Oh, (laughs) that's a different. uh, um, Oh, you mean willy sleeves? Your parents (laughs) like to party too. Well, they're they're sleeves. I want a child. (laughs) 
This should, I thought this was for mostly college and high school. No, it, it's all ages. The, the school houses elementary through high school, baby. Oh, um, that's a different conversation that I am not properly equipped to. Uh... Third time, 12th grader. Fifteenth <laughs> <laughs> grade. And then one last student pipes up and says, oh, oh, okay, so what are the more affordable drugs? I am also asking so I can avoid those because, you know, if you have a couple copper in your pocket, you, you don't want to be tempted. Now, I completely understand that it's important to be free. It's just very stressing times these days, and you don't want to be spending on the more just uh, arcane and uh, illicit, expensive materials. Again, you don't want to be spending on these cheaper drugs and everything as well. But the ones you want to be very much avoiding are uh, Wizard's White Rock. Definitely be avoiding that one. Uh, let's see, there's uh, Aerocopra Feather. Uh, that one I've heard there's a lot of, you know, it's a little bit pricey. Uh, but the ones that are usually pretty good are called Druid. Um, uh, I, I, know a, I know a guy who uh, he's a druid and everything like that. Uh, he doesn't partake of it too frequently, but he knows a good way to get some of it and everything. Uh, his name is Ganja. I think and, I'm saying that right. Ganja. Anyway, and the teacher leans in and says, all right, great, great cover, Dorian, uh, because those are all like casting reagents. You can't get high off of those. You just use those for spell. You're doing great, God. And then we're gonna cut. <laughs> we're gonna cut over to Byron, and the floor has been open for a Q and A session. So the first student pipes up and says, "So, uh, what do, what do you think about when you cast a like when you're trying to cast a spell? Well, you want to analyze. Uh, you know, what, what is what is your purpose casting this spell? Is it to is it to uh, gain control of the board state? Is it to try to uh, stop your opponent from?" Um, you know, completing the combo that they're looking for? Um, is it to, is it just to, to gain some tempo uh, in the game? You know, you just, you got to envision that your purpose um, in, in casting that spell. I've heard that every once in a while, there's a thing about sacrifice and uh, you yeah. just want to make sure you, you sacrifice the right kind of people and everything. Right. I mean, the right kind of uh, mana. Is that uh, all right, saying? old man. Now, now that I know you have a butter knife, I'm going to sacrifice you. Wow, you think this is my only butter knife anyway? Anyway, sacrificing and and, and, and stolen in your in your manas and your lands and everything. You were saying something about that. Well, yeah, some some spells do require sacrifice as uh, as part of their casting cost, you know. It'll typically say in the description of the cell uh, of the of the spell um, that it requires like sacrificing a creature um, or discarding a card or like sacrificing a land or something like that. Mm -hmm. This is an important second part of this. Does virginity have anything to do with the sacrificing? <laughs> God damn. Um, no, no. No, most of the things you you summon with magic the, no, they're not like they're not real. It's usually, uh, it's usually like a celestial creature or like something from the Feywild. They're not really. Sounds like you wasted uh, your life, uh, old man. They're not real. Why would you do that? Why? Why do you? Mm, uh, moving on. Next question. 
Next question. No, no, uh, no. You, you've lost the you've lost the opportunity to ask ask another question. Oh uh, yeah, Mister Pit or M- M- Mister Dorian. What what what's uh-huh. your favorite magic? Um, yeah, they're they're all good. They all have strengths and weaknesses. White magic's great. Good at gaining life. Um, it's got some flying creatures that you can summon. Uh, a lot of exile effects. Red's great. Just. Bam, straight to the face, explosion, damage. Um, blue's good for like a slower, like think okay, about Okay, I, I asked for your favorite magic, not not like an overhaul on all magic. Oh, sure. My It's okay to pick favorites. Um, probably... Yeah, you're wasting my time. Oh, okay. Probably, probably um, red. Red's nice. Yeah, I I do not like a nice fireball. Yeah, that's that's a very popular one. Uh, lava axe, fireball, shock, lightning bolt, lightning strike. Yeah, it's it's all great. And Anne, who has somehow managed to sneak into your class, raises her hand emphatically. By- Byron desperately searches for another student <laughs> at trying to ask a question. There are no other students asking questions. Yeah, yeah, um, you, yeah, young lady. Yes! How did you learn magic? Because I am struggling. (laughs) I mean, I'm not struggling. I belong in this class. I can conjure a flame. Um, a friend of mine at school actually taught me how to play it, um, when I was, when I was probably about your age, uh, but... It was it was uh, it was pretty easy back then. Um, I'm 27. Oh, I was no, I was way younger than you. I'm sorry. I was I was still in high school. So you're saying there's no hope? No, you can. I mean, as long as you can read, you can learn magic. Like it's it's I mean, it's complicated, but it's not impossible. Like the there's a very uh, you know set and structured language to it. You just you know just like Elvin. Um. Feels like that sometimes, but no, it's usually it's usually in English. Although you know they do have they print it all around the all around the world, so you find magic in any language, I think. And now we hop over to uh, Bennett and Anna. Okay, so we're opening the floor for questions for the uh, new recruits here. Uh, and you see one new recruit raise their hand. Like I get it, but like, what if they run into like vampires? They're gonna need some wooden stakes with them. I mean, like, have we? I mean, it might be. Like, we don't want them going in unprepared. It I mean... it seems really irresponsible to just send them out. Oh, oh, we have a question. Yeah, why do we put most criminals through community service instead of putting them in jail or fining them? Hmm. Ah, uh, this is an excellent question. Uh, so, uh. The benefit of community service is that it actually fulfills a role uh, to better the community, whereas if you put someone into confinement, all they do is sit in confinement, and any tax dollars then go into uh, providing and funding that confinement as well as now feeding them as a part of that confinement. Uh, You are essentially removing a beneficial member of society from a workforce or at least from a 
if there's the case of a disaster, uh, beneficial cleanup, or uh, even with uh, decluttering and removing uh, any sort of littering from uh, public pathways. Uh, and what was the other part of your question? Oh, finding them? Right. Uh, so that's another thing. Uh, turns out when uh, people don't have a lot of money and they get desperate, they commit crimes. Um, or they, they will skirt the law to attempt to provide something for their family or for themselves. Uh, this could be something as small as a loaf of bread just so they can eat or some fruit. Uh, and if you charge someone an exorbitant amount of money uh, as in retaliation for their crime of attempting to not die of starvation, then what you're doing is creating a system of debtors that cannot function or contribute to society because all they're doing is continuing to bring everything down because of a system that you put into place. So instead, bringing forth uh, community service is actually more beneficial, and it, it can potentially teach people skills that they can then use as marketable skills to obtain a career and then provide for themselves, and it wouldn't be on the taxpayers at large to then provide for this person to keep them in a box separated from everyone else where, one, they're not socializing, and two, they're not gaining any sort of beneficial skills other than those that possibly make them more violent or less socially adjusted. Uh, prisons are really just a terrible response to any sort of societal infraction. Does that answer your question? So, uh, how, how do you, like, stay calm on a mission that could be life-threatening? Like, what What if they send us to go fight the Demon Lord? Well, uh, that's actually pretty easy. Uh, there's... You can have two paths of thought with this. Either you will fight, and you will try your hardest, and you will defeat this evil threat that is... Uh, going to take down the whole of society and everyone you ever loved and cared for, or it's going to kill you very quickly. Either way, uh, I mean, if you die quickly, you don't have to worry about it anymore. And if you defeat it, you also don't have to worry about it anymore. And you've won. So even even in defeat, uh, you it's not a problem for you anymore. So, like, what what makes this a better choice than the Adventurer's Guild? Safety. Relative safety. Uh, the Adventurer's Guild doesn't quite have the same safety net that staying in town does. But it also does have the downside of you are part of a larger organization and you don't necessarily find as much fun things. Or if you do, they don't belong to you. They belong to the Royal Guard. Yeah, so if you find something, it ends up belonging to the Royal Guard, not to you. Whereas if you're an adventurer, uh, it's kind of finder's keepers. But uh, sometimes the things that you find uh, may keep you instead, or may be cursed terribly. And with the Royal Guard, you also have the... uh, the personal benefit of, of you are protecting the people that you care about every day. And you're not off somewhere else 
potentially dealing with some, I don't know, maybe some bandits, maybe some vampires or something, maybe some zombies. He's still like really hung up on that. And throughout the crowd, you hear people whispering, yeah, yeah." he came off as a little rude at first, which is what we didn't expect. But Dorian is the great guy that everyone said he is like he he really cares about people do uh do i do i hear that <laughs> yes you hear that just under his breath like mincing it's fuck and uh we're gonna hop back up to ganja uh ganja the presentation is over and you're approached by the gnome that was talking about drug use earlier and the gnome says uh so so dorian I'd like to thank you for changing my turning my life around. So, is it cool if I come over to your place later and you know just make dinner for you? I'm a great oh, cook. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. What are you making, little man? Uh, steak and potatoes. Oh, steak and potatoes. You know that sounds absolutely fantastic. Um, I love it and everything. Listen, uh, remember earlier there was this guy whose name was Ganja or something like that. Uh, he yeah. has some special, some special aids and recipes that uh, that Dorian could definitely use in his cooking and everything. Oh no, but no! I'll just sneak him in. Oh, Wait, you're Dorian. Yeah, I know. I, I, uh, what? Here's what I'm saying, though. I'm using Dorian in the royal we sense of the we. Dorian. Anyway. Dorian, you got some nice shoes. Thank you, thank you. I know I do. Anyway, <clears throat> you don't want to be messing with those shoes. Anyway, uh, back to the main point and everything. So when you go to him and everything, he's going to be on 5th later. 5th uh, in Maine, from what I remember, if I remember correctly. Uh, definitely not going to go talk to any of these high schoolers. He's a good kid like that. Anyway, uh, he's going to have some special aids and recipes and everything. Some special mushrooms. Now you should add to your potatoes and everything. And your, and your steak. Really just make unctuous and everything. I don't have time to go get them. Or I would. So I think you should go get them. You know, when you're ready and everything like that, okay? Thank you, Dorian. I'll be seeing you. Uh, of course. Ganja, I just want you to know that the effects of the spell are going to last the entirety of the day. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and then we hop down to uh, Byron. And Byron, uh, mm-hmm. as you're leaving, you pass through the uh, cafeteria. And one of the cooks that is skilled with fire comes out and says hey yo uh dorian i i just want to thank you for turning my life around what no uh it was really no no problem um uh can you remind me where where i know you from uh you know i was on the outskirts of town i was doing some pillaging and whatnot and you know i'd like you to sign this permit for me because i really want to put on a special fireworks show for you tonight Oh, sure, yeah, okay. That sounds like something that has a really low chance of, uh, like, negative outcomes. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 just sign this form, and I'll come over later to your place and do a special fireworks show for you. Sure, great, okay. Um, Byron would definitely read the contract? What does it say? Uh, It's basically a contract. Uh, permitting the use of explosives for a fireworks show. Oh. Like, you know, don't don't count, call the town guard for the loud explosions. It, it's been permitted. They're allowed right, to do well, this. This all, this all seems to be in order. <laughs> Fine is sign away. 
And then uh, Ben and Anna, you're you're also mm-hmm. approached by someone, and uh, they're wearing leather armor instead of the uh, breastplates that were given to them by the royal guard. And they say, "Hey, uh, Dorian, you you turned my life around. Is it cool if we catch a couple brews at your place later?" You know what? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Don't even worry about paying for the brewskis. I got you on this one. Excellent. And then we fast forward to that night. Uh, You all meet back up at Dorian's house. Uh, You haven't entered yet. Just a crowd of Dorian. Uh, Dorian, nice to meet you. Uh, Dorian, how are you? Dorian, Uh, Dorian. Dorian, good to see you again, Dorian. Uh, Yes, Dorian. Dorian? And his eyes twitching. <laughs> so you're all outside of Dorian's place. What are you doing? Greeting each other at Dorian. <laughs> doing the doctor, doctor, but all doctor, Dorian. Dorian, Dorian, Dorian. No, Dorian, Dorian, Dorian. This goes on until something else I... interrupts it. <laughs> do, uh, do you do you concur, Dorian? Of course, Dorian. Do you concur, Dorian? I, I want everyone to roll a perception check. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I have a hot plus three to that. I, that fucking 20? <laughs> 15. I got a six. Ten. Okay, so Ganja and Bennett, you hear noises in the forest. Like the sounds of several footsteps. Uh, we need to get the fuck out of here right now. Right, right. Let's get the hell out of here. There's There's people coming. We need to go. <laughs> And uh, as you're leaving, a gnome walks up to you, cutting off your path, and says, Ah, shit. You boys is just in time for the fireworks ship. Wait. Fog cloud. <laughs> there's supposed to be one Dorian. There's more. You cast fog cloud in the entire room. <laughs> Why are the four of you, three of you, and the, the tall one? We're all Dorian. How do you think Dorian gets so much accomplished? And through the fog cloud, you hear this gnome saying, Tall one, I remember you. Oh, oh, wait, are you talking to me? Yeah, you. Can I help you? Yeah, you're one of those adventurers we met. Uh, wizard came in and just uh, cleaned up. We weren't allowed to take but. If you could all go inside, we, we'd like to have a nice chat with you. Don't worry. There's explosives trained on the man. And he points to a group, like a large group of bandits with mortars and uh, the tubes to launch them. I'm really glad you said that part because my next move was absolutely going to be just sucker punching the shit out of this nut. Um, so we're, we're now being basically held up. Yep. Like, how many guys are we actually talking here? Uh, there's ten surrounding the perimeter. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, classic setup. Uh, Do we, for real, care if Dorian's house gets blown up? (laughs) Or if there's blood everywhere? I mean, Gar is staying in this house. But is he in the house? Yes, a good example. Question question stands. Do we care what (laughs) happens? Is Gar in the house? No, Gar isn't in the house. Well, oh good. But Gar's bear pelt is in the house because Gar was not wearing that when he went on his little. He's uh, fine. His memento from his father. 
<sighs> it is important to him. All right. Are we? Are we really gonna? We're gonna negotiate. Give in here? to a bunch of? Are we? Are we really gonna give in to a bunch of bandits over a sweater? Well, I want everyone to roll one more perception check. Come on, let's whiff this bad boy. <laughs> hey, I did it. Fifteen. Twenty-five. The pendulum of perception swings and it swings hard. <laughs> Nat twenty last time. Nat one this time, baby. Let's go. <laughs> wait, wait, right, wait, so- wait, 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 wait. I'm lucky. I'm lucky. (laughs) Yes. Oh, and uh, just spin it above the fog cloud. (laughs) Oh, that's a. I mean, that's not much better. That's a hot nine right there. So, uh, so everyone but Bennett hears like a sound of steps coming from opposite ends of the forest, going towards the uh, bandits with mortars, and. Like that is that like the Doctors Without Borders? <laughs> God damn it! And Byron, a uh, raven lands on your shoulder and says, it, "Go inside. We'll handle out here." It's not Value City. Okay. All right. Um, then yeah, Byron will say, "Oh, okay. Well, there's no need for violence. Let's all let's head inside and and discuss this civilly." And he'll wink it. You can't hear it, but I hold my eye closer yeah. to my headphone. What's, what's the like position here? Like, because what I would love for Nana to do is basically kind of herd everyone into the house in front of her, and then kind of just punch the shit out of the gnome and slam the door shut and let other people handle it. Because it sounds like we got reinforcements, but she wants to get in the punch. She really, she really punched the gnome. Nana, throw that fucking punch. I would also like to do a sleight of hand at the same time. Um, can I also rage? If given. Uh, yeah, go for the rage. All right. Uh, let's see. Do the rage, and then I swing with my long axe. <laughs> long axe, long sword. <laughs> I can't word. That is a <laughs> twenty-three to hit. Oh, you hit. Roll your damage. Um, and I'm going. I'm going two-handed with it. So. That wasn't great. So seven, and then I'm using my um, Divine Fury. Uh, While you're raging, the first creature you hit on each of your turns with a weapon attack takes 1d6 plus 2 necrotic or radiant damage. Um, So then that's an extra 4 radiant damage. So seven and four. So you punch the literal hell out of him. Oh yeah, I guess I was doing unarmed. It's the same bonus to hit, though. It'd be five damage. Okay, so, like, this gnome's nose starts bleeding, and you usher everyone into the house. Bennett, what what is your sleight of hand? And what are you doing it for? Uh, so, uh, what I am attempting to do is draw and cock revolver. <laughs> or, the, my bad, the Ninth Street Problem Solver. Um, and I am ready to uh, target six people all at once. <laughs> Okay, to do this unseen, you're going to need a... They don't know what that is, so we're going to call it a fucking DC-10. Oh, hell yeah. Well, there's a fog cloud and a nana to hide behind. <laughs> DC-10 and roll with advantage. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I've got a plus seven to sleight of hand, so All let's you have hope to do is not roll me. a two. 
I rolled a one and an eleven, which brings me up to eighteen. Blessed be. <laughs> they don't know what's going on. Excellent. Are you it firing? Is, uh, it was more so. I was just pulling out. I mean, if if like I can do that as well, then absolutely I was. I will give you this action as you're all being ushered into the door. Uh, but there's something you see as uh you're getting ready to fire. You see two more Dorians coming in from opposite sides of the forest towards these bandits with more fire. Um, so I am, you said there were like 10 of them up on this ridge or whatever? Uh, there's 10 surrounding the house. 10 surrounding? All right, yeah. I just pick like six of them as like, as spaced out as possible. No, no, no. No, I'm funneling it down to where there's only like four of them together that I'm not hitting, and I'm hitting the rest of the six all in a line. Okay. Um, and I believe that is just I just shoot because that's all like magic missiles. Yeah. yeah. May have heard our new cat just then screaming in the background. Uh I roll this. Um do you want me to roll for each one or do you just want me to roll once? For all of them. Just roll once for all of them. Alright, don't fuck me, D4. Hey, that's five damage for everybody. So, you see six bandits just fucking drop, and their mortars fall over to the side. Yeah, as... And you're uh, being ushered into the house. Like, I didn't even pull the gun up. I just, like, cocked it, had it pointed at the ground... And then just shot, and those things would have just arced around me. And with this, more and more bandits start pouring from the woods. And as you enter the house, you see four tougher-looking bandits standing inside. Two of them holding shields with metal balls on the outside of the shield. Roll initiative. Oh, boy. Oh, boy! (laughs) Yay! I got a dirty 20. Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to count how many times I've rolled tonight. You're like uh, 2 for 3 or four, 4. 4 2 for mm. I have rolled 6 times. I am I am at a like <laughs> I'm at a at a 1 in 3 nat 20 for tonight. <laughs> All right, so what's that for your initiative? Uh I got a 23. No, uh 24. Yeah. Okay, and Nana, your initiative? A whopping five. Okay, so this is where we cue uh, Montley Cruz kickstart my heart, because this is where oh, y'all can just fucking go in. That was the exact song I was thinking of, too. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the top of the initiative is uh, Bennett. Uh, yeah, first things first, uh, um, I'm just gonna go, uh, Byron, you go left, I'll go right, we got these suckers, (laughs) um, and using my bonus action for my master of tactics to give him advantage, or to use the help action, uh, and give him advantage on his next attack. We're gonna refer to these as, uh, shield one, shield two, uh, regular one. And regular two. Uh, yeah, so uh, you said there's four dudes inside and two of them have shields? Yeah, with the uh, dangly balls on the... Like, there's orbs all over that shield. 
metallic orbs. Okay. I'm definitely going for the guys without shields or okay. for one of them uh, as I draw my rapier and dive at him. Okay. So do you want to go for regular one or regular two? Let's say regular two because my brain says that he's on the right. We'll say twos are on the right, ones are on the left. Alrighty. Uh, that is a 23 to hit, and it That's is. That's a hit. Uh, seven piercing damage. Seven piercing damage, and you said that was two, right? Um, yes. Okay. So you uh, just chuck your, or dive your rapier into him. Yeah, uh, I, lances like, him in the shoulder. I'm, I'm a, like, I, I'm a halfling dart as I, like, essentially, like, <laughs> just thrust out at this guy. And it's just like, ah, and like falls back, like bashes his back into a decorative mirror in Dorian's house. Excellent. Fuck and that, that mirror. mirror just shatters. Excellent. Uh, and then it's just, uh, looks like you found some bad luck. <laughs> All right. So we're on to Jesus Christ. Uh, you're, we're you're on welcome. to. We're on to Byron. Uh, so after after um, Bennett's uh, like encouragement, Byron's gonna turn left and like run at run at the shield guy uh, for a couple of steps, then realize that he really doesn't have uh, any way to um, fight on his own, and just like totally stop short uh, and be like, um, uh, uh. uh behind behind you and try to get the guy to look the other way uh roll a deception check uh we're gonna call this a dc 15 even 15 uh 16 okay the guy's like well what the fuck and looks behind him as he looks behind them he sees a shadow spawn as byron casts the new one of the newest spells he's learned a uh medium-sized uh, I'm gonna say it's it looks just like um, it's just like a it's just like a, a being made of shadow uh, with like little horns on its head, um, just radiating uh, like furious energy is standing right behind him. Um, and since it shares my initiative count, as turn as soon as he turns around, uh, it's going to attack him. Okay, roll that attack. He is going to do a chilling rend with his terrifying shadow claws. And as this shadow creature emerges, it, like, knocks Dorian's pictures off the wall. They're, like, nice landscape paintings. The portraits of Dorian? No, they're not portraits of Dorian. They're, like, nice landscape paintings of different landscapes. Dorian has no pictures of himself inside his house. He actually... There's no portraits of Dorian? Is this whole fight, like, in the destruction of this house, a gift for for putting up with Dorian? Because <laughs> yes. this feels like a gift. Because yes. we are destroying all of his shit. And, like, I am gaining serotonin off of this. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. You're, you're destroying the house of the man that adopted the feral barbarian that you brought to him. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> feels good. <laughs> Oh, bummer. Um, <clears throat> okay, that's only a ten. The uh, shadow, the shadow creatures attack is only a ten. Wait, uh, yeah, 
would, so, would my help uh would my help oh, action yeah, benefit no, no, no. That would that? Be, that would, yes maybe i'm gonna say the help action only benefits byron but it's your, it's uh, you are controlling the creature, so yes, we'll we'll give you that help action. Okay. That's yeah. Great. The other roll is a twenty-four. That's a hit. Okay. That will do. Uh, one d twelve plus three plus the spell's level. Uh, don't forget the plus one you get from your battle bangle that I haven't given you in items yet. Okay. So four. Uh, 10 cold damage. 10? Yep. 10 cold damage, okay. Alright, now we're on to uh, Ganja. Excellent. Um, so Ganja looks at uh, shield guy number two and says, My buddy's working you over. Your friend over. Don't worry. I got something special for you. Uh, and he wild shapes with his symbiotic entity. Uh, turn very, very massive and large and says, oh no, this ain't it, just so you're aware. Uh, and then, as his bonus action, he summons his flame blade in his other hand. This is for you. Uh, and he's gonna flame blade him. Uh, that is a 25. That's a hit. Yeah, so first up, he's gonna take 3d6 fire damage. So that's gonna be 11 fire. Okay, your flame blade hits his leather armor, and, uh, it doesn't affect him as you think it would. Oh, that's too bad, because he also gets to take 1d6 necrotic Okay. From, uh, being fueled by... Spores? Spores and drugs. Uh, so that's an additional 5 necrotic. Okay. And he takes that, and we move on to... Uh, we're moving on to shield guide number one, who is squaring up with Byron. Uh so they get multi-attack, but what I'm going to do to shorten this is just roll the extra Ds on that if they hit. D's nuts! You're welcome, <laughs> everybody! You're welcome! You all did it. Yay! Alright, so Byron, this is going to be a 18 to hit. Oh, Jesus. Um, I don't think even shield would stop that. Nope, okay. Oh. Yo, what your AC is? 12. Ooh. It's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> All right. Byron, you take 10 damage. Oh, Jesus. I made a tactical oopsie-doopsie by moving close enough to this guy. <laughs> um, and that's con save. Shield guy 2 is going to... Uh, do you have to make the con save? Just because to maintain concentrations. <laughs> Remember so. what your uh, battle disc does. Yeah, it does one on it. Stores concentration. Yeah. So are are you uh, concentrating on two spells right now? Nope. Or did you want to keep keep that one as uh, your concentration and put another concentration on the battle disc? Uh, I'll keep this one as mine. Okay. Roll that uh, con save then. I got an eleven. We're moving on to shield guy two. Shield guy two is gonna. Uh, try to shield bash Ganja. And that's going to be a 16 to hit. Uh, that matches. Hold on, just me. He doesn't get extra. No, he doesn't get. Uh, so yeah, that matches. So the orbs on his shield explode on contact. Uh, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Oh boy, love those. Uh, that's a nat 20. Okay, so you just take 
four damage and you're not blinded. Uh, four whole damage and I'm not blinded. And let me just make sure if my reaction does what I think it does. Uh, yeah, he gets to take 1d4 of necrotic damage if he uh, fails his con saving throw. So please, uh, make a con saving throw. All right, con saving throw. That's an at 20. Well, poop-a-doop. Um, that's fine. I didn't want it. As the orbs on his shield explode, they uh, set fire to Dorian's coffee table. Oh, no. How terrible. <laughs> uh, quick quick question. Yes. Um, how, how close was Ganja to me? Um, and how close was this bad guy that just attacked him? I'll say that you're all within, like, 20 to 30 feet of each other because this is his living room that you're in right now. Okay. I was just asking because... <laughs> uh, Sentinel's so gross. <laughs> yeah. If they, if, if uh, one of my allies is within five feet of me and somebody attacks them, I can, I can boop them right back. Uh, roll me a d20. If you roll above a 10, you are within five feet of ganja. Straight d... Ooh, that's a fort. Straight up. Okay. Uh... Hey Gary, I re- yes. I really, I really like how you decided that. <laughs> that was that was really cool. I like that. The dice are telling the story. Yeah. Um, him. Um, okay, go for it. That's a twenty-four to hit. That's a hit. Uh, nine damage too, because I'm raging. So that's a, and also he cannot move any. Okay, so like you hit him with your long sword, and it just kind of shocks him as he like, falls back into the burning coffee table. He doesn't hit the fire, but he does, like, step through the center of the table. Nana cares not for the coffee. So, like, he is spending his turn trying to get his leg out of the, uh, coffee table. And with that, we're going to, uh, just regular bandit number one. And regular bandit number one is going to swing on Nana. Uh... I'm guessing a six does not hit your AC. Okay, we're going to regular bandit number two, who is squared up with Bennett. Uh, Does a 15 hit your AC, Bennett? Shit. (laughs) Yeah. Just barely. So that's uh, 15 damage to Bennett. All right. And then we're on Nana's turn. That hurts, but it's not too bad. Oh boy. Um, can I get to whatever motherfucker is attacking Bennett without provoking attacks of opportunity from other dudes? I'm gonna say your movements don't pro- uh, provoke opportunity attacks, and neither do theirs. Okay. This is just pure chaos in Dorian's house. Well, I mean, Sentinel opportunity well, yeah. attacks, but yeah. Um, oh shit. Yeah, you're Yeah. <laughs> I took a feat for him. Um... Yeah, I, I would like to... Um, okay, roll. here's how we'll decide this. Another d20 roll. Um, ten or above, you don't want to like, invoke opportunity attacks. Eleven. Okay, uh, you get through without anyone attacking you. Okay, well, I would I would like to try to boop this guy attacking Bennett with thirteen. Thirteen is not going to hit. Uh, well, good thing I've got two attacks. Um, that's a natural 18 for a 25. Oh, that's a hit. Okay. Um, so that's seven plus two because I'm raging. So that's nine. And then let me roll my zealot damage. 
Um, so that's an extra six plus two radiant damage. So that's that's some math for you. Seventeen damage. Seventeen damage. Okay, you just bash this guy, and he like hits one of Dorian's counters and knocks a nice looking vase off of it. Yeah, and then Nana's gonna try to kind of position herself where Bennett can still like shoot around her, but also kind of between the bulk of the bad guys. Is that guy still alive? Though. That guy's still alive. He's not looking so hot, not quite bloodied, but he's getting there. It's fine, I'll finish him. Oh wait. Uh I can bonus action with the light um the uh two weapon fighting thing. Um, Go for it. Yeah. So I think that would be with I have a hand axe. Uh sixteen hit, so well twenty three total. 23, that hits. Uh, uh, so that is seven more damage. Seven more damage? Oh, this guy's looking rough now. Fuck him. And then we're back at the top of the order with Bennett. Um, okay. So right now you have uh, shield guy number one, who's taking a little bit of damage. Shield guy number two, who is looking a little rough, but not quite bloodied. Uh, regular guy number one, who has taken no damage, and regular guy number two, who is looking rough, bloodied. I'm going to ensure that he is permanently bloodified. Uh, is any of my allies within five feet of him? Uh, give me a D4 roll. <sighs> we'll subtract one from that, and that's how many allies are within five feet of you. Oh, I... I just need for one of them to be within five feet of the villain or the guy that okay. I'm fighting. Okay, D20 roll it is. Uh, ten or higher, they are. Don't fuck me now, son of a bitch. <laughs> and I'm all by myself. <laughs> yeah, so you're all moving around and you've made your way to the outskirts of combat. You're closer to the kitchen. Everyone's still in the uh, living room. Hey, uh, hey, listeners, you know, when I talked about like rolling and pendulums and stuff like that, uh, that was that was a nat one again. <laughs> and and I don't think my halfling stuff will help me out. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, yeah, Gary, I'm just going to attempt to stab at this guy. Okay. Damn, that that hurts. That hurts big time. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 17 to hit. That's a hit for damn. Uh, 11 damage. 11 damage? With my rapier. Okay, this guy is on death's door. Son of a bitch. <laughs> this, was, this was the problem with nobody being within five feet of him, because I don't get sneak attack. And now we cut over to Byron. Oh, uh, wait, real quick. Uh, I do, I do have my bonus action for my Master of Tactics. Uh, I'm gonna shout, Hey, Ganja, how about you light that candle? Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Pr- I'm not proud. I'm not as proud of that one as I as I am. <laughs> it was from good. I didn't hate it. it just earlier. We'll work on it. We'll okay. Work okay. It next all right. Time. It, all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Sorry as you look it. around the uh, house, you see various scented candles that are made for you know just concentration and focus uh, that have never been lit. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> light them all next turn. Don't you worry. <laughs> and then it's on to you, <laughs> Bennett. All right. I get it. The boys are. Yeah, are yeah, the boys. Uh, the, yeah. the thrashers. 
It's hard to differentiate between the Thrashers. It's on you, Byron. Um, Byron is going to um hit uh, Shield Guy number one in the back now that he's turned around with a chilling touch. Oh, that's a nat one. That I yeah. That's some. It summons a little skeletal hand, and the little skeletal hand like flashes at the guy, and just totally whiffs like, like greater than a foot behind the guy, like it 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 barely ruffles his cape. Deebs, just just name a type of furniture. Uh, it's a, a, an ottoman. It slashes an ottoman. I was literally gonna say an ottoman. I swear to God. Dorian's ottoman is now frozen solid. Oh no! Oh, oh wait, no. Jill touches necrotic damage, so necrotic damage. so it just yeah. starts rotting. That, that shit is so <laughs> dead. <laughs> no, you you don't hit an ottoman with that. You you hit one of the plants that Ganja helped grow back oh. to normal. And now it's dead. Oops. And Neko just kind of looks at you. And then looks at the plant. Yeah. And a thumbs down image is beamed into your head. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Neko. I appreciate that. Um, and then. And we're on to Ganja. Oh, no, you it's a shattered thing you turn. Please. Yep. Uh, it's going to make the attack roll. Okay. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20 hits. Okay, D12 plus 4. Oh, oh, oh. 12? 12. 12 it is. Uh, plus 3. Um, plus 4, I think. Uh, no. Uh, so 18 total. 18 total? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this guy is fucking bloody too. Yeah. We're on to Ganja. Okay, so um, I, mean, I, still, I still have Shield Man number 2. Uh, and I'm still going to fuck him up because that's just what I want to do. Um, even with my flaming sword of flaminess. Get in there. I'm, I'm going to get in that ass. That's what you, I'm going to do. You light that candle. I'm going to light that candle. Does that give me like a advantage or something? Uh, yeah, it's the help action. You get advantage. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Ba-bam. Uh, that is going to be a 22 to hit. With, that's a uh, hit. Uh, so that's going to be 3d6 fire damage. That's going to be 13 fire okay. damage. And, and that's cut in half. Uh, necrotic. Uh, that's only a one. So Okay. This guy is also bloodied. Uh, and then that's all I can do. Uh, well, the bonus action. Ooh. With my free hand, I could... Oh, maybe? Because doesn't do concentration. Doesn't mean I can't... Yeah, I'm going to chill touch him. Just for shits and giggles with my free hand as my uh, the uh, the flame Wait. blade was a uh, bonus action. Okay, so attacking with the flame blade is a bonus action? Yep. Okay, go for that chill touch. Uh, that is a 22. Okay, that's a hit. Uh, that is 14 necrotic damage. And I look over at Byron uh, and I say, no hot feelings. I learned from the best. And as that chill touch hits him, you just hear, and a lot of his life force is sucked out, and he is now on death's door. He is looking pale, his eyes are sunken, and he is just trying his best to stand up right now and just 
kind of stumbles over the ottoman and shatters it. <laughs> oh, dang, that poor ottoman. Uh, but that's that's all I do. And now, like, one of the bandits whips out a fireworks launcher, and you hear one of the uh, other shield bandits say, or other regular bandits say, hey, we're, we weren't supposed to bring these inside. Oh, shit. And uh, I'm going to roll 1d4 and see how many of you have to dodge this. Okay, so that was a 4. So I'm going to need all of you to uh, roll a dexterity saving throw. A 14. Hmm. I got an 8. But in good news, apparently Discord has gifs of like a, a huge number of D&D spells. I hate you so much. Oh I hate God. you. Um, I got a whopping nine. These are so cool. There's so many of them. Uh, I got a dirty 20. So Wait, everyone... was I supposed to roll? Yep. It oh, was. Okay. Yeah. So it's also going to hit, let's see how many of the bandits. It's going to take a shot at uh, two of the bandits as well. So, like, it flies and... Those of you that rolled above a 12, you're going to take half this. If you rolled below a 12, you're going to take 12 damage. Damn. And if you rolled below a 12, that's uh, 10 damage. Or, sorry, 6 damage. I don't know where 10 came from. So wait, if we lo- roll below a 12, we took 6? Uh, if you roll below a 12, you take 12. If you rolled above a 12, you take 6. Cool. I'm going to use my uncanny dodge to have that down to a 3. Hell yeah. Woo! Rogues. Uh, your druid is still very leaf. I am below half health. Not only does that, like, affect all of you, but Dorian's kitchen is fucked up. One of the bandits is... One of the shield bandits is dead. The other one, even closer to death's door. Regular bandit number two, just barely clinging on by a thread. And the one that fired the launcher, doing just fine. So another shield guy is going to attack. uh, This one's attacking Byron again. Again. And that is a 8-2 hit. That doesn't even hit me. Get wrecked. And then uh, regular bandit number 2 is going to go for Bennett. That's a 10 to hit. (sighs) Nice try. And we're on to Nana. Oh, wait. Um, I don't think I used my reaction to attack the guy attacking Bennett yet. Oh, the uh, rocket launcher guy? Or was he just launching a rocket? He was just launching a rocket that hit multiple people. The other guy attacked Bennett and missed. Okay. Um, When a creature within five feet of you makes an attack against a target other than you... Uh, you can use your reaction to make a melee weapon attack against the attacking creature. It doesn't have to hit them. Fuck him up, Nana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me roll garbage. He's 13. Yeah, that's a miss. I tried. Okay, on to regular hitting him. Um, <laughs> It stopped at the 13 and then rolled to a natural one for an 8. Oh. Uh, are, you, are you attacking with atta- recklessness? I would like to attack recklessly. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll we'll say you can wreck on this to a reckless attack. 
Yes. Going to attack recklessly. There we go. That's an 18 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, what do you roll for this attack? Like, what's the roll and bonus? Uh, it's a plus seven for my longsword. Oh, no, no. Uh, I, I don't need you to roll. Just tell me what you do here. Oh, I'm just gonna try to chop his head off a little bit and just say, nobody attacks my grandson, fucker. And with that, you are down to two bandits in the uh, house. Uh, okay, one. I got another attack or two. <laughs> one is on death's door. The other is still at full health. The regular bandit at full health. The shield bandit is looking pretty rough. All right. I want to finish off that one dude, I think. Um, did, did you just turn that first guy into like a Pez dispenser? Maybe. Um, you said cut a... Because you I, said you want to cut his head off a little bit. <laughs> well, I, I feel like she wasn't swinging with the intent of, of like fully cleaving his head off because I feel like spines would be kind of hard to cut through, but like maybe most of the way off. So yeah, Pez dispenser would be good. Um, and Nana doesn't really look phased by this. Um, Blood splatters across Dorian's unopened cookbooks and now he can't return them. Oh no! Yeah, Nana kind of is sadder for the, for the cookbooks than the uh, guy that she just fucking murdered. Um, so, uh, twenty-five to hit on the next guy. Yeah, that's a hit. All right. Um, and then he takes thirteen plus two because I'm raging, so that is fifth damage. Nana, how does this look? Um. Yeah. And please tell me what property damage you do. Okay, so I, I feel like this was the guy that kind of like fell in the kitchen, right? Was he like on the stove or something? Uh, he didn't fall in the kitchen. It was the rocket that went into the kitchen and just uh, kind of fucked it up. Okay, so where where what is he near then? Uh, dealer's choice, Nana. Okay, so what I think he does. Oh, you... sorry, my cat just jumped on the table and ate shit. Um, you can fuck up some drywall if you want. You can fuck up a couch. You can like, you can take this man anywhere in the house with that. I, I, I think she's gonna impale him and pin him to the wall for a second before kind of releasing her sword by slicing it upwards and then just turning around like, who the fuck is next? And Dorian's gonna have to get that wall cleaned and repaired. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I feel like the force of it probably definitely pushed him through the wall a little bit. She's got an 18 strength, so. 18 strength. Uh, actually, give me a straight-up strength check. I have proficiency with that. I rolled an 18 plus 7, so 25. Uh, Nana, you don't just impale this man on the <laughs> wall. You charge this man through the wall of Dorian's house, and now there's just this nice draft wafting in. Don't touch my... And you just hear a gurgle coming from him. Yeah, I think that's all I got. And with that, we're back at the top of the order with Bennett. There's one bandit left with full health, and he is looking around, freaking out. Well, thanks, Nana. Uh, the the one that's left, uh, which one was that? Was that Rocket Launcher Guy? Yes, that was Rocket Launcher Guy. Um, may I drop my rapier and draw my bow? <laughs> Go for it. All right, so I do that, uh, and I go, uh, hey, Byron, first one to take him down gets his weapon. I, I don't know how to use it. 
uh, you you can have it either way, I guess. Ben, it just had that moment of, oh, shit, that was Jenkins. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna, you guys I, just let me go, and I will turn my life around. Just just please let me go. I'll, I'll uh, do anything you want. Bennett, Bennett does the, like, bow drawn, like, walks up to the guy. Do, do you want me to cook you breakfast? I, I can go in the kitchen. Oh, God, I fucked up the kitchen. Oh, no. Uh, what about these cookbooks? Oh, no. The, the cookbooks are covered in blood. Drop the weapon or I drop you. Roll an intimidation check with advantage. This, this is <laughs> going to be a DC 15 because... I, I really... Uh, actually, I really no, need... no, we're calling this a DC 10 because his friends are dead. You have a bow pointed at him. There's so many of you there. Advantage and DC 10. There's... I realize I really need to invest in intimidation more with the characters that I play because in the game that I was playing with... A, a couple of days ago, I threatened to fill a guy's lungs with grease. Oh, Jesus. Like the spell grease. Ooh. <laughs> Actually, tell me what you say to this guy, and I will adjust the DC on that based on that. I mean, it was just drop the weapon or I drop you. That was that was all I really said to him. But uh, uh, DC that was 7 a, advantage. Cool. Uh, that was a 12. <laughs> <laughs> He drops his weapon, and he just starts, like, brushing your clothes off. Like, uh, I am so sorry for what me and my associates have done here tonight. On the ground. On the ground. And he, like, lays belly down on the ground, puts his hands behind his head. You know, this ain't the first time I've done this. Normally it's with the town guard. That That's how I ended up here, doing community service and whatnot. Honestly, I think they should just fine us. I'm already stepping over him and like uh, heading over to like the front door. <laughs> or do you open the front door? Um, uh, if I'm able, because it got shut on us, right? It didn't get shut on you. You were just told to go inside. Uh, if it's like open at all, so I'm doing the uh, slicing the pie thing where I like start with as little bit of myself visible as possible and I slowly peek out and I'm looking for a target. You see two Dorians outside. One pants the last remaining uh, guy out there and then tabletops him over the other Dorian. <laughs> like, or, like he did they just did they just like I'm imagining Dorian one Dorian tabletopping a bandit over a Dorian and and we murdered them? No, I mean the others are the others are fucking knocked out. <laughs> um but they're just fucking with this last one. The, the others you can uh roll me a perception check. Alrighty. <laughs> oh that's a low number. <laughs> what is it? Third natural one of the night, baby. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. The, wait, the, wait, wait. Oh, get lucky. I am so lucky. <laughs> Less lucky than I would hope. That's an eight. <laughs> an eight? Uh, that these other bandits might be dead. Uh, if you get closer, you might be able to find out. But you see the two Dorians like pantsing the one remaining bandit and table topping him. Uh, yeah, I turn back to the. Uh, I ignore that, and I turn back to the guy that's on the ground, and I just lose my arrow. Just murdered. I'm not even going to make you roll for that, because, you know, this guy is on the ground. 
not fighting back, and you just executed him. Nobody tries to kill my Nana. <laughs> and uh, you see the two Dorians come inside, and one just goes, Oh my god, what the hell? We got in a, we, we, we got in a fight with a bunch of uh, bandits. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to... You know what? This isn't the first time bandits have accidentally been killed on this estate. We'll get someone in to clean up, and... I mean, you know, I don't really think the reform system works with some people. I also don't think fines work, so... Good work. Oh, boy. Lana just kind of shrugs and says, Hey, it was us or them. It was definitely them. They was was getting no matter what. And the other Dorian starts casting mending on things inside the house. It's like, all right, uh, this is also not the first time we have severely fucked up Dorian's house, so uh, we're just going to get to cleaning. Y'all can, like, sleep in the living room, uh, bedroom, uh, maybe even young Garnet's room. Uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure his his name is Garfunkel. I think it's just... Uh, I thought it was Garfield. No, no, we we we've uh, checked uh, birth records. His name is Garnet. And he likes to I eat things. Though. Shit, you okay. call him like Gar- <laughs> oh. No, no, his parents were bandits, and uh, they they kind of wanted to name him after a precious jewel, since you know he was precious to them. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Kind of terrible name for. Yeah, they thought it was gonna be a. Dude, this gender is fucking. You all just rest up, and uh, one of the Dorians takes Bennett's gun and taps it, and all six glowing darts are back in there and returns oh it to Bennett. Oh, thank you. That's really great. Uh, yeah, we're going to get this cleaned up before Dorian gets back. Uh, hopefully, he knows nothing about this because he, he's not one for, you know, just killing. I mean, we'll do it if we have to, but. Sometimes it's more fun to just fuck with them. I, I understand. There's sometimes there's things that you would rather other people to do. Tamias is going to pick up the uh... Tamias. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Another looking... crossover. Damn, looking at my own name on the uh, in the chat. Uh, Bennett is going to uh, go to pick up the rocket mortar launcher, whatever thing. Uh, there. There's no ammunition left, but you do have a tube to fire a mortar if you'd like. This is true, but I also have one mortar in my inventory. <laughs> you all have a restful night's sleep, and Dorian comes back in the morning, Gar on his back again, and Dorian's like, yeah, poor poor guy got all tuckered out again. You know, r- ran around the ruins. Uh, he, he listened to all the uh, lectures that were given, but he really loved exploring out there and tired himself out. I, I think I saw him fight a bear. I pretended not to see, but I'm pretty sure we all saw. Gar does like fighting bears. It's a thing. Oh, no, no. He really gave it to that bear. Like, didn't end the bear's life. The bear... I'm pretty sure I heard the bear say uncle at some point. <sighs> That's our Gar. <laughs> and Dorian looks. Ra- did did you clean the place? It it looks better than before. Yes, we sure did. You know, 
we had a, a, a productive day. We we accomplished all the things that you asked us to, uh, and then we just had some time left over. So we we decided to to straighten the place up a little bit. Oh, and I got your plans. Don't worry. Uh, uh, here, let me let me just uh, spruce them up a little. And he cast Druidcraft uh, to make them pretty. Oh, I thought you were gonna grow them into another <laughs> type of plant suddenly. No, because we're not fucking with them now. Right now, we're just we're being neighborly. I rolled a perception check, and Dorian looks over at the cookbooks. Mm. And normal? I'm just going to roll an investigate check. Dorian looks at all of you, then looks back at the cookbooks, then looks back at all of you. Oh, I see. You, you've tried out the cookbooks, and you managed to get tomato sauce all over them. Yep. Uh, it, they didn't cost very much, so I... I it's fine. It's fine. Uh, if you'd like, I could cook you a meal. Uh, if he touches one of the cookbooks, Byron is going to use uh, prestidigitation to make it taste like tomato sauce. <laughs> oh no! Very astringent tomato sauce. Delicious. Delicious <laughs> metallic uh, tomato sauce. You see Dorian reach out for one of the cookbooks, and that's where we'll end the session. Uh, so, what you guys think of this one shot? Fantastic. We had a good time. Man, I did not expect to uh, be able to just absolutely murder people, but uh, I am I am pleasantly fulfilled now. Oh yeah, no, the twins just don't give a fuck. I was I was making up for all the- <laughs> Okay, Andrew, hit us with oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, nice. Uh, uh, well, well, yeah. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Chris and Grits. Uh, episode filler one. If you like what we're putting down, uh, give us an email at chrisandgrits at gmail.com or message us on Facebook. At, uh, our Facebook page is Chris and Grits. And I'd like to take some time to thank some of the people that have supported us over this. Has it been a year already or maybe two years it's, endeavor? It's, been it's just over a year at this point. It's been just over a year, but thank you for the uh, supporting us through this endeavor. Uh, first, we have Titus at Twitch. Uh, join or follow him on twitch.tv slash Titus. He was in one of our uh, one-shot episodes that we could not edit because the recording software we used just butchered that episode. Uh, we also have Jess with Momocon. You can follow her at, at Twitch TV twitch.tv slash jesspanda or twitch.tv slash momocon also momocon on youtube i'm in a couple episodes of their anime book club and also we have our favorite guest dm kyler you can follow him on youtube at fishing after five uh we absolutely love kyler and one day we will record that last episode of the city that never sleeps i fear for glenn's life and last but not least, we have Becky. You can follow her on twitch.tv slash sugarpuns. Uh, she does some amazing art. Like, recently she just did a set of art called Halloween. It was the Hollows from Bleach, but in Halloween costumes. And it was fantastic. Uh, you can say goodnight, everyone. Did, did I do the Andrew, th- Andrew thing right? You did. You did a fantastic job. Uh, I couldn't good. have done it better myself. Yeah. All right. Say goodnight, everyone. Good night, night, everyone. everyone. Good night, everybody.